Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 324. It is Tuesday, March 16, 2021. I'm your host, Gunk Gumbar, and it's a Microsoft kind of day. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Happy Tuesday. You would think it was Patch Tuesday with all the Microsoft news I have. And we're not even going to really talk about the Microsoft Exchange vulnerabilities out there. Or if you listen to this, if you could like, share, comment, or review, that would be spectacular. And if you do that, I will try to bring less Microsoft news tomorrow, but no promises. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type get HIPAA compliance into the search, and join the group. Let's jump in. All right, first up on cyberscoop.com, Buffalo Public Schools cancels classes after cyber attack. Ransomware attackers appear to have taken a swipe at Buffalo Public Schools in recent days, screeching the school system plans for remote classes and in-person learning to a halt on Friday. Uh, The school system, which has been slowly returning to in-person learning plans, canceled all classes Monday while it works to respond to incident recording to the announcement. So I think I said last fall, no more snow days, but now we have ransomware days and, and cyber attack days for schools um <clears throat> so they are still down fbi is investigating and says so far the, that they have not found that any sensitive information about students was leaked or teachers was leaked um but the computers were encrypted and that means ransomware and there was a demand between they allegedly they don't they don't say for sure but uh, between a hundred thousand and three hundred thousand dollars Gray Castle, a cybersecurity firm, is reportedly assisting the investigation. Uh, most of the time, once the ransomware occurs, that's it. You're not going to decrypt it. There are a few exceptions to that rule, of course, but that's going to be it. You're going to need to pay or you're going to need to restore from backup. Bleepy Computer Microsoft releases one-click exchange on-premises mitigation tool. So this is the only exchange news I have for you today. Well, the exchange vulnerability tool, um, news. Microsoft has re- released a one-click exchange on-premise mitigation tool. And, of course, there's a, a acronym to go with it, EOMT, to allow small business owners to easily mitigate the recently disclosed proxy logon vulnerabilities. So that's good news. You should get that tool as a PowerShell script so that small owners who do not have dedicated or security teams can get further help securing their Microsoft Exchange servers. So it's kind of targeted at those businesses that don't have a dedicated IT IT staff. And there are instructions here how to run it, but it is eomt.ps1. And there is a, it is on the Microsoft GitHub repository. Now I can just about guarantee you, given the way things have gone the last few months, if somebody's going to clone that and then insert their own code into it, so um, just make sure you download it from Microsoft and not from anybody else. We've been talking about the blue screen of death caused by the Windows update from last week um, with certain network printers, Kyocera being the, the bigger one of the, of the, I think there was three brands that were causing 
it wasn't really the printers, it was the Windows update, but three brands that were involved, Kyocera being one of them. I don't see the other two brands in this article, but Microsoft did release a an emergency update to fix the printing crashes. So I you know didn't know they did this yet, but they did. And it says that they will be um, they will not be installed automatically via Windows Update. They are an optional update, so I will have to go back and install this in some people's computers and servers. That's good news, right? Um, but if you are experiencing those printer issues, you should check your optional updates and push that through. Blender website in maintenance mode after hacking attempt. Also, Bleepy Computer, Blender.org, the official website of the popular 3D computer graphics software Blender, which I didn't even know was still around, is now in maintenance mode according to a message displayed on the site. It says the HTTP Blender.org website is undergoing maintenance due to a hacking attempt. The official Blender account on Twitter said earlier today, adding that the website will be back as soon as possible. Most of the infrastructure, including the wiki, developers portal, Git repositories, HTTP Blender.chat, and others are available as usual blender set so it looks like they only got the main blender website sounds like it was uh maybe defaced microsoft fixes office issue causing memory disk space errors see i tried to divvy it up so that's not all straight microsoft news but we have two more things to talk about as far as microsoft is concerned um microsoft has addressed a known issue causing memory or disk space errors when opening some documents using win microsoft word Microsoft Excel or Microsoft Office apps. This known issue only affects customers who have installed Microsoft Office apps from Microsoft Store or trying to open an Office document that triggers the protected view feature. So they have fixed that. Um, trying to see how they fixed that. Microsoft has resolved the issue using a known issue rollback. Okay, so we talked about this known issue rollback last week. A Windows 10 capability Redmond uses to revert buggy non-security fixes delivered through Windows Update. The fix is rolling out to all affected customers, but it might take up to 24 hours to propagate to all non-managed Windows systems. So they are fixing it automatically, you know, as opposed to the printer issue. Um, so you shouldn't have to do anything. Microsoft 365 outage knocks down Teams and Exchange Online and other services. You, this you probably did hear about. An Azure Active Directory outage is preventing users from logging into Microsoft 365, Microsoft Teams, Exchange Online, Forms, Xbox Live, and Yammer. Other services too are impacted. I do have some people call me up about OneDrive today, so that would mean also SharePoint. Um, and probably some other services that we're not even thinking about here. Starting at approximately 3.34 p.m. Eastern, users began reporting being unable to log into their Microsoft 365 accounts, Teams, or access other Microsoft apps. And I am recording this at 9.16 p.m., and I'm telling you that it is still an issue at that time, so almost six hours later. Um, as a result of the issues currently facing Azure AAD, we are currently experiencing problems on the Microsoft tech community with login and authentication. This will result in users being unable to log in and users already logged in getting unexpected errors as sessions timeout posted a Microsoft tech community manager. Now I normally get alerts when there's issues, but because my admin uh, credentials can't log in to the app, I didn't even get an alert for this and I didn't was not made aware of it until a client called me. 
Microsoft has acknowledged the outage in Microsoft 365 Incident Report MO244568, which states the outage initially impacted Microsoft Teams, but is now affecting other services. Initial reports indicate the primary impact is to Teams. However, other services, including Exchange Online and Yammer, are also impacted. We're investigating a potential issue and checking for impact to your organization. We'll provide an update within 30 minutes. Microsoft has confirmed that widespread outages affecting Microsoft's online services are the result of an Azure Active Directory of configuration issue. The issue is preventing users from authenticating to Microsoft 365, Exchange, Online, Microsoft Teams, or other services relying on AAD. Starting at approximately 715 UTC or 1915 UTC on March 15th, a subset of customers may experience issues authenticating into Microsoft services, including Teams, Office, and or Dynamics, Xbox Live, and Azure Portal, reads the Azure status page. And then it goes on to the different statuses that were posted throughout the day through Microsoft's Exchange account. And I'm just checking the Azure status page now, and it still says authentication errors across multiple Microsoft services. And that is as of 9.18 p.m. Eastern. This one I recorded is the night before. So still down six hours later. Ransomware gangs claim three more healthcare victims. By the way, that so the Microsoft outage is not uh, 100% across the board. So I am using Teams. Let me just confirm that. Uh, Teams is, is, is online for me. OneDrive is online for me, but I do have some customers, not all, that are not online right now. So again, ransomware gangs claim three more healthcare victims. Peak TPA, St. Louis, Missouri-based provider of health plan management and back office services. So this would be a business associate. Uh, well, sounds like it could be a health plan too. Has announced it suffered a cyber attack on or around December 28th in which protected health information was stolen. The security incident was detected on December 3rd, December 31st, so New Year's Eve is when they detected it, December 28th. And I always tell you guys, these things always happen right around holidays or long weekends and so forth. It involved two cloud servers used by the company to manage programs of all-inclusive care for elderly PACE claims. According to the breach report submitted to the HHS Office of Civil Rights, the PHI of up to 50,000 individuals was stolen or exposed. An investigation into the attack confirmed the attackers obtained full names, home addresses, dates of birth, social security numbers, PACE program IDs, and diagnosis and treatment info. So it sounds more like a healthcare plan. Affected individuals have been notified and offered complimentary membership to credit monitoring, fraud consultation, and identity theft restoration services via Kroll. Preferred Home Care of New York, a Brooklyn, New York-based provider of in-home care services, experienced a ransomware attack on January 8th, 2020, in which patients 2020, I hope that's wrong and it's supposed to be 2021, in which patient data was stolen. The attack was de detected the following day according to databreaches.net. Samples of data stolen in the attack were uploaded to the Soto Nakibi Revel data leak site in January. I'm assuming that's 2021. External counsel for preferred home care of New York explained in a data breach notification that the types of data obtained by the gang varied from individual to individual and may have Included name, addresses, email addresses, phone numbers, dates of birth, financial information such as bank account numbers, social security numbers, and medical information related to health assessments, physicals, drug screens, vaccinations, and TB tests, as well as FMLA and workers' comp claims. 92,283 is the number they're putting, this, putting on this. And Newberry County Memorial 
Hospital in South Carolina has announced it suffered a ransomware attack in February that took certain servers out of action, forcing the hospital to switch to manual procedures while the attack was mitigated. Hospital had a full backup of its data. So the good job there and systems data and systems was unable and was able to restore all encrypted data without paying the ransom. So that's good for them. Uh, sounds like they're the only ones on top of things because that was only a month ago too. The investigation into the attack is ongoing and no evidence has been found of unauthorized data access or data exfiltration to date. Hospital has taken, has since taken steps to improve security to prevent similar attacks in the future. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.